0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Love Hour podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host. The Kev on stage. And uh, this is a podcast where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness and everything in between. And what I'm going to do today is attempt to have a conversation about a pop culture-ish event. Okay. But, like, make it real.
1: Make it real. This is what I've been asking you to do.
0: Okay, we're going to attempt to do this. The problem is that last night I took Josiah to soccer practice, which is like an hour and a half, like it's a long time. And I probably listened to 20 minutes of four podcasts two, four, six, eight. That's 90 minutes. So, yeah, that's about right. Uh, And then I was reading articles and doing all of these things to try to, like, understand what my points were going to be today. And nobody was saying the things that I wanted them to say. Mm. So I'm just kind of stuck kind of figuring this thing out. So I wrote some notes and we'll just see where it takes us because I don't really know. I'm with you. Yeah, but are you going to be supportive and, like, be talking or are you going to be, like, not?
1: I think I'll be supportive and talking.
0: (laughs) All right, here we go. So (laughs) we are watching... Married at First Sight, and we're reviewing it on The Bald and the Beautiful. Which, if you haven't watched that show, you should because I think our dynamic together between us and the Tinksley family is quite hysterical and interesting to look at. And what
1: I was just thinking of Marcus and Greg, what they just are like, oh, we build stuff, like but you don't build stuff. stuff.
0: Oh, that's I awesome.
1: know, I'm man. But I um, they, they be having a great time, and I feel left out.
0: Hello. Boom! Uh, for those of you who can't hear, but then Joshua can't said the power they build. I mean, Greg and Marcus kitchen. Uh, Greg yesterday. Uh, Greg yesterday put up my pendant lights over my kitchen island, mm-hmm. and they look amazing. They
1: look fantastic. Oh, I held up the thing when he rewired it, and I was up there like, "You really be knowing how to do this stuff?"
0: Listen, I was so I've been dead freaking excited because. I've been going back and forth about doing the like influencer style homes. If you you know what I'm talking about, if you've seen this, they're the gold pendants that kind of look like the old school lanterns. Yep. They look like a lantern, but like without the glass, it's just like open but it's shaped like that and they're gold and like every influencer style house has this and so I was like going back and forth like I should be an influencer and get that and then I was like I don't want that though like I just don't want that and so yeah and so I was like although because they're everywhere they're like they have the really high end very expensive ones and then they have like the really inexpensive ones I was okay like, just get the low inexpensive ones and like be done and have like my influencer style house and then I was like I don't want that though so I ended up buying these it's a globe and it's like black it's like a matte black on the top then it has like a gold brass rim and then it has like a clear globe on the bottom portion of it and I love them <laughs> yes we did we're, we're gonna have to take it down probably for filming because mm-hmm. Kev's tall and so they they hate. Low they're not low, balls. low, but they're pretty, they're not low for like if you're sitting down at the island. They're just island, only low for filming. But they're low for filming. If you're,
1: if you're tall like me. Yes. And it didn't even click. Greg put them in. We were like admiring them. And I was like, crap, we're shooting here on Wednesday. Yeah. And I stood there and it's like right where my head is. Yeah.
0: So, um, anyway, I don't know how we got there, but I really, truly enjoy them. And they're like my new favorite thing in life. And now I need to find another pendant to go into the living room. But the one that I found was like $3,500. For one? For one. For one life? First of all, one. I'm out here like, first of all, as much as I love interior decorating, I kind of have to be inspired. And lately, I haven't been inspired, to be honest. I just haven't been
1: inspired. Oh, you sound like a creative more and more. It is just flowing out of you now. Also, if you look at Melissa's reel from posted from today, she did that herself and I was really much in love with it. I don't give her crap about creative anymore because she stopped saying it. But now that you stopped and you really just gone into it, bruh, low key,
0: I'm like, you were almost a natural born creative oh lord so anyway uh i haven't been inspired so i haven't been doing stuff and then i'm not buying anything or doing anything until i decide that i want to and so this is taking way longer than it probably should but i really don't care so anyway we are talking about mirrored at first sight season 12 and in we're going to use them as an example but we're going to like talk more broadly okay okay so in the show there is a couple uh, the premise of the show for those of you who don't watch it is that there are experts that match based on characteristics that I'm not quite sure what they are but I'm, like personality <laughs> finances looks your and, family like desires background in life to desires and life, those do kind you want of things yeah those type of like non-negotiable things that kind of make up a, who a person is and what would make them compatible with someone they take all of those assess them and then they match people together based on those there's three experts uh once those experts match you to someone the show then marries you and your match on the spot the first time that you meet and the premise of the show is to follow your relationship over the course of six weeks Eight. eight weeks um i actually think they changed it so i think it is eight now uh And so they follow you over the course of your eight weeks. And at the end of those eight weeks, you and your partner, your match, get to decide if you're going to remain married or get a divorce. It's like what they would call a new take on um, arranged marriages. Basically, it's literally an arranged marriage. So this season, we're on like episode six, maybe halfway through, plus or minus. And... um, Chris, Paige? No. Brianna and Vincent... Uh, during their match, or during their wedding ceremony, during the wedding ceremony, all of Brianna's family is saying that she's really bossy. Yes. Okay, this this is a theme that comes up over and over and over and over yes. and over again. They have a really good honeymoon. Things are going really well. And then towards the end of the honeymoon, things are kind of going awry for all the couples, to be honest. Things just kind of start unraveling. I think just the natural high of like, oh my God, I'm so excited, kind of wanes. And then you start seeing the person for who they are. And you're just kind of like, hold on, like, maybe this isn't what I thought so and they're not that bad but some of it is starting to wane a little bit so anyway he tells Brianna basically I feel disrespected yes okay and oh, it's the idea I sent you yes nice yes so he says that he feels disrespected and we have been Deciding and discussing what that means, mm-hmm. and how often in relationships we—the title of this episode will be "I said what I said," but oftentimes we don't actually say what we mean.
1: Yeah, buddy, meta message: the words you say, the intended recipient, yes, re- reception and what was actually received yes. all could be four different things correct this and is something that i've been struggling with also
0: yes yeah, so we were talking i was listening and the way this actually kind of came up as well is that when we were doing the malcolm and marie review mm-hmm. um oh, no no no. i think actually was no you know no, i'm mixing two worlds hold on we were talking about M- bald meredith for married bald and the beautiful meredith for a sec married bald
1: and First, we were.
0: We, I was mentioning this podcast, which a lot of people were asking me. The podcast that I was listening to is Therapy for Black Girls, and it is the episode where they're talking about Malcolm and Marie. That's yeah. why all those things came out right then. It's a lot. So, in the episode, the guest host said that oftentimes in relationships, we take. Uh, situations or scenarios to illustrate a bigger issue Mm -hmm. and your partner defends the scenario and often misses the issue. Yep. Okay. That I believe is what's happening in this scenario with Brianna and Vincent. Yes. I believe that what's happening is that he... In addition, he is interpreting what's happening as disrespect because he probably doesn't realize that he feels micromanaged and controlled.
1: So two things I want to say. First of all, Kevin Hart, 40-year-old virgin. First of all, I don't understand what words you're saying. So I'm going to take it as disrespect. Right. Watch your mouth. But the point I wanted to make, the feelings will, you showed me, we talked about. A lot of times the underlying emotion that we're feeling isn't what we convey. Correct. Mad, sad, angry, happy, disrespected could really be underneath disrespect is what? Underneath lonely is Correct. not seeing her to value. Right. But we don't often either understand or take the time to like drill deeper to say this is actually what I'm feeling. Which if we did and conveyed that, it probably would cause less issues down the line because you're like how you feel disrespected I ain't disrespect you all I did was this
0: right you know and to that exact point so Brianna's interpretation and it probably we didn't we the audience didn't get a chance to see that actual conversation right all we saw was the the outcome of it yeah and so what Brianna said was he said he felt disrespected and what I heard was I was being rude yes brianna you're being rude and so my fear. she actually said that yes she did out of her mouth so like there's a ton of like miscommunication happening and i'm like this is what actually happens all the time you say i feel disrespected not intentionally misleading because you don't actually understand you know maybe Mm. what's really going on so you say disrespect he literally says disrespect that's not what she hears Oh. it also could be the way he explained it yeah. well what do you mean disrespected? because you said it like this so yes. now we're talking about tone right so she says oh i was being rude so tomorrow what i'm going to do is still be bossy still maybe micromanage still maybe control i'm just going to do it very nicely i'm going to do it in a different tone i'm going to do it in, and then in three weeks you're going to be like so, like, I know you're being nicer, but like, I still feel a way about what you're saying.
1: Dang, it just clicked where I—I w- I thought I was seeing, hearing, and valuing you, but yes. I was just changing my approach and doing the same thing.
0: And that's wow. what I'm saying. I think a lot of times, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. and so what ends up happening is, and I'm sure in the conversation she says, because I think, for example, their thing is timeliness. She's very like timely, yes. right? And so. One of the things that's really important in any relationship in in timeliness is to make sure that your erection arrives on time. And Blue Chew is here to help you do that. Oh, Liz, (laughs) Ah,
1: that was great. I want that penis hard when I need it. Clock in, sir. Not later. That coochie ready for me now. An erection in now ain't going to help me none. She might be tired. Blue Chew, what could you do for my pain <laughs> right now? Tell her my mama I need my money on time. I need he's an on-time peen. Yes, it is. Oh. Whoa, on-time peen. <laughs> yes, it is. Come on. Blue Chill delivers the pill when you need it. Okay. So your peen will be hard on time. (laughs) Is it on time, peen? Yes, it is. And Rocking it, a hard place, and the hard place is your meat.
0: Yes, and it delivers it on time because you don't even have to go to the grocery store or a pharmacy to pick it up. They will deliver it to your door in very discreet packaging, so you don't even have to worry about being embarrassed. And your business postman, your
1: or woman, Ed or non-binary post person
0: erectile dysfunction uh, potentially uh, hating on your good time that you want to have blue true tablets combat all forms of ed and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform and perform on time blue true is an online prescription service so no visits to the doctor's office no awkward conversations and no waiting in line at the pharmacy it'll ship directly to your door in very discreet packaging the process is simple sign up at bluechew.com Consult with their online licensed medical provider and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's done all online so you do not have to leave the comfort of your own home. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time for for to perform or you just want to have an extra good night please visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information and we've got a special deal for our listeners try bluechew.com free when you use our promo code love at love. checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code love to love. receive your first month free and thank you Blue Chew for being a consistent sponsor of the Love Hour podcast. And
1: our penises.
0: All right. So with that said um that is one of the things that I think happens oftentimes and I look back on conversations with, that we've had and again the lady said issues and situations I've often said I'm talking about a pattern is what I've often said. I'm talking about a pattern and you're defending this moment and you will get so caught up in the details of a specific moment. And it's very easy. If you're not clear on what you're saying to also go down the rabbit hole of specific moments and you miss an overarching theme, pattern idea issue that you're actually talking about.
1: Listen, you in your bag, first of all, what you need, baby,
0: I was looking for my water, but go ahead.
1: Second of all, this is advanced level marriage stuff. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily of age, but to understand how to communicate properly, you must understand what you are trying to communicate, what you are communicating, and what's being interpreted and received, or the vice versa of your partner. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need to understand their intense intensity of what they're saying Mm -hmm. and how to address the root issue. Right. Um, I think a perfect example of we've had so many of these examples in like uh, and what's frustrating is when you don't understand the root issue and you keep addressing an actual symptom and you address that thing that never happens again. Right. I've done this exact thing. I never do that again. But I do something else and you're just as
0: mad and i'm like here she go mad about another and, thing and to this point and it's really the same thing it is and to this point if um vincent doesn't understand what and this is my assumption like honestly they haven't given us insight into what's actually going on this is quite literally just like a guess okay like i want to be clear that i am completely and totally guessing based off my own experience so that says a lot about me as well so i just want to make that clear that i'm guessing but if Vincent isn't in fact talking about feeling disrespected, yeah. um, this will continue yeah. and it will cause Brianna to be frustrated because she's like, Oh, I'll I just I'll just change my tone. Yep. Yeah. And in doing that, he'll still feel controlled. And that's why I believe at the root of this is control. You have to set the expectation. Hi, friend, hi, partner, friend, boyfriend, mom, dad. Timeliness is important to me. And this is what we were talking about actually in my book clip. Timeliness is important to me. What I'm not going to do is micromanage you. I'm not going to control you, but I am going to set the expectation. Mm -hmm. Being on time is important to me. I like to be, no matter where we're going in the world, I like to be at least five minutes early. I don't like to rush. I want to be five minutes early. That's my expectation. Don't ask me anywhere we go. I want to be five minutes early. So that means back day our travel time. Backdate your how long it takes you to get traffic. Anticipate and traffic if you live in LA. Yeah. Because there's always
1: traffic. Coronavirus is waning in people's minds. LA traffic is back. Right. And I one, don't want to hear I was stuck in traffic. There's always traffic. Anticipate correct. the time with traffic. Exactly. He's if there's an accident, right now. there's an accident. If there is traffic, there is always traffic on the 101, on the 405, on the 1810, rarity on the 210. But the rest of them, you know that. In. You know that. You've lived here. Correct. You just move here. I get it. And at all death, don't tell me there's traffic. It's downtown LA. It's yeah. downtown LA. It's you need to anticipate two hours. Right. Or parking. Here's what luckily praise God. Thank God. Melissa travels like me. My brother and I, oh I used God. to want to lose my mind He's very lackadaisical. On but tour. what'll
0: happen in relationships is that you will feel the need. And Kevin has done that. And I I don't, I'll be on time. I'm, a, I'm very rarely late. And if I'm late, i will be like, be quiet, correct. But Kev will be like, I'm walking out the door. Okay. I'll see you in the car. I, I, I got my steps. Where are you at in the process? I'm putting on my eyelashes. I don't know what that means. Cause you don't need to worry about it. I'll be in the car.
1: But to her credit, she don't be late. I
0: don't be late. So I don't bother her now but it took us a while to get there oh yeah and in the beginning again that's micromanaging yes. and you will say and sometimes women don't feel um women might not say disrespect and feel the same thing. Yeah. And this is why I think this is interesting between Brianna and Vincent, because he'll feel like, why are you, you're disrespecting me? I'm a man, I got this together. I don't need your help. I've been doing this for how long? Right. And what he's really, because what'll happen is, it won't just happen in timeliness. It'll also happen in how he brushes his teeth.
1: Yes, it. and that's the problem. You'll think, okay, he doesn't like when I rush him when he's getting dressed. I won't do that anymore. But what I will do is say, Honestly, the way you put the cereal Correct. this way is wrong. And I'll be like, and he gonna be like, you need Girl, to do it, it like this. Matter.
0: And someone in the comments said she feels like it is helping. And I think sometimes um, help can be misinterpreted. There is help, and sometimes there's really useful help. And, and sometimes there is your way is inefficient, and your way is wrong. Or and so what I or, want you to do is do it the right way, which is my way. Yes. That was like That is Kevin. What is so funny. I thought that was you. This is the problem with Kevin is that he often thinks he's talking about me. (laughs) And the fact of the matter is Kevin is a micromanager. What?
1: Joshua, don't you dare agree.
0: Kevin likes things done his way. He'll tell you that it's me. It's not true. I am so. Look at me. I am the most. Hey, do this and I need it back by this day. I'm not going to manage your time. I will follow up with you the day before. I will say, Joshua, are we still doing good on this? Hey Joshua is <laughs> I'm expecting this by five. Are we're you good? Out. I don't. Good. Yes, because Joshua knows it's true. I don't micromanage this man here who wants to say that it is me, it's untrue. It's untrue.
1: First of all, these are blameless and false accusations. My character is under attack. I'm suing for libel and slander.
0: Uh, <laughs> yes, How? yes, it is. <laughs> Own your truth, sir. She's
1: not wrong. I am working on this. He is working on it. It is. You are. I you are really
0: is, to his credit. Two years ago, Kev, to this Kev? It's a long. And boy, let me tell you. With what. thank God.
1: Let me tell you what is the doggone Mario Star to a micromanager. When you give
0: someone Correct.
1: grace and they mess up, you'll be like, and this is why I do
0: And and holding on to that proof as evidence for everyone. And this is why I have to micromanage. Me, exactly.
1: Now this let me tell why you I Melissa have to control really helped me too. you. And I don't want to get off track because I I, I think this is a good topic. And it's a great point. Remember one time I was on tour, our travel lady was notoriously sucky. Um but I also sucked because of doing too many things. Yes. I either double booked a hotel or didn't, I did something wrong. And Melissa was like, Hmm. If the person that you hired had done this, you would have been all up in arms, mm-hmm. but it looks like you've made the same mistake that you get so upset about people, which is fine, but I want you to give other people the same grace that you give yourself. And I said, I don't give myself grace. <laughs> I beat myself up too. It's just when I'm spending my own money messing right. up, I can understand that. If I'm paying you, it's because I mess up. Right, 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 if I'm right, right. i you, I can't have you messing up too because now I'm paying you to do the same thing I was doing
0: Correct. on my own. Yes. I need
1: you. But now I've gotten better. We actually had a situation on set, and I said, Kev, you just did a great job. Tell it. T- pat yourself on the back. Tell us. I'm going to tell you what happened. Uh, I, I think know. the Patreon said you threw your watch to the side before the episode which happens often and then you forget and then but it'd be to the side. I thought I did but I couldn't see it. Did he go on the yeah there it is. is Patreon you watch it with love. One of our producers had cut the COVID officer early. There was, oh yeah
0: this is a good example.
1: There was a lot of moving parts yesterday. Uh, COVID is a not even relatively it is a brand new wrinkle to production that is and it's an expensive wrinkle. It is. Boy when I tell y'all Just, I don't want to go deep into that because it'd be frustrating. But anyway, he was trying to save us money because you have to pay for the COVID officers per test Uh and by the hour when you're doing productions the way we were doing them. He thought all the talent was accounted for and checked in. Uh, One person was coming later. Call sheet had gotten messed up. They had a stage name Mm -hmm. and they had an actual name. Yeah. So he thought they checked in. So he cut the COVID people and... We needed this last person to get tested. The COVID officer was like, I can't admit them without a test because yeah. you basically have broken the whole protocol of the whole set. He was beating himself up. He's like, Kev, I'm sorry. I cut no. them. They're on the way back. Yeah. But it's going to take 45 minutes. Ah, I don't yeah. want the talent to be mad. I said, hey, it's okay. Yeah, I had planned on making another video with this talent anyway. We'll just let them know. Hey, we you know did this, this, and that. We'll Shoot outside while we wait, and by the time they get back, we'll be done. Yeah, ended up working to within 10 minutes by mm-hmm. the time we had finished shooting. And yeah, they, they had also already been COVID tested prior to coming, so it, it was like little of concern, but anyway. Uh, and he was just like, oh, like broken inside after the shoot. I mean, for the rest of the shoot, I said, Hey, listen, 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 we make mistakes. Uh huh, you made a uh human error you made him I made a mistake I was Mm -hmm. supposed to bring the dominoes told Mm -hmm. him I was completely forgot Pushed us back 20 minutes I said look I I made a mistake that cost us 20 minutes you made a mistake trying to save me money right I will take that mistake over not trying to save me money or not take take an initiative And, and a mistake made in earnest is an honest mistake. I agree. It is, I say, I guarantee what you will never do again, you'll never cut the COVID early. Yeah. Ne- you'll I said, check. don't cut the COVID early until the last talent you, is shooting. You learn making mistakes though. You learn making mistakes. Yeah. And I'd rather you do that than not trust yourself. And I think micromanager Kev would have been like, let me make sure, check in with me before you cut. Checking me before yeah, you do yeah. this. Has the t- you know what I mean? It always needed to go through me. But I know that this company can't grow if I micromanage every single person. Right. I need to be like, it's okay. You sh- like a quarterback throws an interception. Okay, here's why you did that. You know the linebacker, he did this and dropped back. Now you know. Let's get out there and have another good play. Yeah. But in our marriages, we need the same approach. Correct. And grace in our relationships. Cause also you made a good point. You can set those same ideas platonically or at work. It's all of our relationships, not just romantic ones. Uh, let me tell you what has changed a lot in my life, relationship-wise. My relationship with the gym. Why? I actually, prior to COVID, I had a routine going.
0: You did actually.
1: I was on the road. You're very routine. I am routine boy. Yeah, you are. I would go to the hotel. We got in the night before. I'd sleep in on Friday, wake up, go work out, lift, cardio. Take a shower, or order room service. Take a shower so that when I got out of the shower, clean and fresh, yes. food would be closer. Um, <laughs> but then COVID changed all that, and to this day, the LA gyms are not open. No. So thank God for Open Fit, which is which is open, which allows me to have a new routine that mostly is a result of me working out in my own home, in my office, in my garage using the space available to me because i cannot go to the gym but thankfully openfit i don't need to go to the gym openfit is a simple streaming service that allows you to work out the comfort of your own home in as little as 10 minutes a day you can take a ton of different classes from beginner to advanced including strength training cardio, Pilates, yoga, and even meditation. You can get a full year personal training class for about the cost of one in-person training session. By turning your camera on, the trainer can see you and interact with you and other people in class. Check out a total body workout class with Instagram superstar Jordan Morello. Plus, there are also nutrition plans to help with your weight loss goals. One thing I love about this personal trainer
0: is accountability. Yes.
1: Frankly, when I'm working out by myself, it's very easy to be like, I need to do six more push-ups. But also, I can do no more. But also, I can do zero more. Yes. But because I'm an ego-driven maniac, if somebody is watching me and they're like, Kev, yeah, come on, do six more. You're
0: going to do it. I'm going to do it's it. It's accountability. We're it's all accountability
1: that way. It's accountability that is just, even The Rock and John Cena, who I'm going to look like eventually, they have trainers. I
0: put trust and belief. Thank you, baby.
1: Uh, so I love to start my day off with Jordan, and he be keeping me, Right. Now, you listen this. this. OpenFit has changed the way I work out. Right now, our listeners get a free 14-day trial membership to OpenFit when you text LOVE to 505050. And if you decide to keep the service, which I'm t- t- totally sure you will, the entire year is only $96. Oh, that's a great deal. Mm-hmm. Truly the best deal.
0: Truly the and best fitness, deal. fitness, you
1: witness, you'll get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts, and a nutrition guide totally free for just 14, I mean, totally free for 14 days. Just text LOVE. 50 50 50 standard message and data rates apply
0: one of the things that i think is also happening here is in interpretation in terms of like gender so bossy i don't think men are called bossy no and so we were trying to figure out the difference between is she being assertive or is she being bossy and i think the difference is that uh i think i think assertive is something setting the expectation that's mm-hmm. asserting saying what you expect to have done that would simply be um i expect us to be on time timeless is important to me as a couple i want us to arrive to places on time that is something really important if that doesn't happen i will be mad just know that going in that's just me that's how i operate like i'm gonna be upset i think that's ass- that's being assertive yes. you're be like oh, okay hold on i'm kind of taking off guard because you're like you I never had, so. yeah bit. like or whatever i feel like anybody would ca- kind of be uh, the point is that that would be assertive I think that I think we are using the term bossy to describe something that is not gendered yes i think we're talking about being maybe a control freak i think we're talking about being a micromanager Mm -hmm. and that's something that can be applied to both men and women and when you say bossy i think that's why he's interpreting disrespect yes that was like a whole situation
1: in my field of choice a woman producer set in the same expectation as a male producer a man is interpreted as having his stuff together and expecting a certain thing. A woman is interpreted as being a bee. Mm-hmm. Literally the same actions. Right. Depending on gender, same voice, same tone, intonation, experience, skill level, all the same. A woman be called a bee for expecting the same respect and set decorum as a man. Yes. And, or the same even, thing and someone
0: was saying uh, a woman is bossy, a man is controlling or a woman is nagging. She's yep. always on me all the time, yes. and I think that those are they're so they're unfair um, terms because again, being a boss as a man is not a bad thing. That's not doesn't have a bad connotation. You do this when you take boss yes, pictures. Yes, I feel as a man. like that's not a bad connotation, and so it kind of can put, if you're not careful, it can put Brianna in a very. Unfair, unfavorable, unwinnable circumstance where what she wants and needs aren't being met for fear of being called bossy, yep. and not being able to simply say this is something, this is a priority for me.
1: Yes. So, in your estimation, yes, what would you say to them? Like, how do you work through this thing? Because. Uh, somebody in the comments brought this up her friends and family called her bossy mm-hmm. as well obviously she expects a certain thing yeah. obviously for whatever reason that rubs him the wrong way How do they move past that in this scenario and moving forward?
0: Which is great because I think that's kind of the point of like having the point of this episode is the idea of effective communication. Yeah. And first of all, I honestly want to say kudos to them. And something that I would say is a is one of the points that I wrote down. But I was listening to um, Shan Booty on Instagram and she was doing her little like six minute review of malcolm and marie and one of the things that she said is when you uh notice something speak up early and often yes and i actually applaud them applaud him for recognizing immediately uh, something's going on i don't like it yeah this is rubbing me the wrong way this is getting on my nerves like i need to say something and i think that's the number one thing is being able to sit down but there's two sides of that it's one thing to say something early and often. It's another thing to say something early and often, and it's effective and accurate. Yes. And I think often, she said,
1: you annoyed me. Yes. Okay. That's how you feel. That's not very helpful, though. Correct. There's not much I can do with that, but be on the defense. Correct. Correct. You know what I'm
0: saying? And someone was saying, he said, she he uh, he, Vincent said, I don't like her being assertive. I don't remember him saying that, but if he did, shame on him shame yeah i don't remember him saying those words but if he did i think that that's it's unfair because what you want so you want a silent woman and i think that's often what happens you're called bossy that has a negative connotation Mm. you're called assertive which i don't actually think is a bad thing but it can have a negative connotation specifically concerning women and so you end up feeling silenced, like I can't say anything right. without it being interpreted negatively but the only way to have a, a relationship of any sort and I'm not not just exclusively talking about romantic relationships any relationship is being able to assert those things that are important to you make sure that your priorities are met and your expectations are met otherwise being silenced is going to mean you're going to be unhappy and unfulfilled yep And that's if he's again, I don't remember him saying that, so I don't want to put that on him. But I think he even has to be clear. And maybe it's just, again, we often don't say what we mean. We say what we said, but we often don't mean what we said.
1: And a lot of times you say, I said what I said, thinking you communicated effectively.
0: Exactly.
1: And you just said something wrong or right, but ineffective. And you standing on it and I said what I said, exactly. and now what?
0: And it's not actually, and so then again, with this very specific scenario, if she's micromanaging again, is the word I want to use, the situation again, but she's like, Can you, you should actually close your laptop before you go on to the next thing, because the battery life. Yeah, you, and so now you're just like. Yes, thank you me. for being nice. I I'll do what I want with my laptop. I don't need your help. I got it. I'm 36 years old. I do not need your help. Thank you so much. And so again, it's recognizing he said something early and now she's like, well, what do you mean? And, and then this is when you get scenario specific. You said that you did, not again, we didn't see the background, Man. the inside of the conversation, but how I imagine it went is in this scenario, and you said it, and it was condescending. You
1: said, get off your phone so you can hurry up. Yes. Say it's that. Yes. I'm not saying she said that. But.
0: Correct. So now it's, and now, oh, I do get that. Get off your phone. Maybe that was, okay, I won't do that no more. And, you know, what if I was talking to somebody, yada, 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 and now it's like, okay, I understand. So my tone was off. Yep. You don't want me rushing you off the phone. You don't like to be rushed. Got it. Your laptop is not being rushed, and yet, and still, you're gonna have some of those same feelings. <sighs> Say it.
1: Very good. Very good. One thing I did a lot in our marriage up until last Tuesday tell me the exact thing I did wrong. Exactly. Day, time, weather pattern, wind temperature. Right. Okay? I will never do that specific thing again. Therefore, problem solved.
0: Correct. Well, tell me another time. Yes. And
1: I will correct every example and continue to find creative ways to do the exact same thing. Because the truth is I'm correcting the expression of the thing that's bothering me. Not actually addressing. I'm sorry. The thing that's bothering you. Mm -hmm. Not actually addressing the root thing. Right? So, for example, we and talked And that's about two
0: ways, but continue.
1: Yeah. Working on with Melissa and I being seen, heard, and valued, which is a
0: –
1: that can be – It's so broad. It's so broad. So, we're on a conference call. Seen, heard, valued. I need to make sure Melissa does that. Somebody asks a question. Melissa, you want to talk first? Yes. Okay? Melissa's like, I don't like the way you do that. How about if we do this instead? Here's – you know, model of this behavior. Perfect. I'll never do that exact thing mm-hmm. again. But uh, when Melissa is asked a question, I'll answer for her, Mm -hmm. right? To me, I've made great strides Mm -hmm. because the thing you asked me to Mm -hmm. do,
0: I no longer do. Right. But I do the exact thing a different way. You do the exact issue in a different scenario.
1: Yes. So now you bring it up and I'm like, okay, don't do that thing again. Got it. Now, totally different scenario. I do the exact issue again.
0: She says the same thing.
1: Now we're both frustrated, right? She's feeling like I keep telling him these things bother me. But,
0: I keep telling, but her. let even take it a step back though. Kevin, I am at a point where today I am able to identify the issue. Part of the reason as couples and in relationships, we're in this cycle is because often people don't understand the issue. And so we are attacking the situation. Boom. Hold that thought.
1: This has happened to us and it's great. <laughs> Probably three years ago, okay. four years ago, maybe. I think I we were both working scenario. at all deaf oh. Melissa says, we don't really talk that
0: much. I thought much. you were going to sing. No.
1: Mm. I wasn't going to say, we don't even talk exactly anymore. What I thought you were going to say that. We don't even know what we, so I'm hearing, she didn't say this, but what I hear is when you get home from work at all deaf, you immediately get on your phone because you got to do notes, emails, things like that. My answer to we don't talk that much anymore, which is all Melissa said at the time is I interpret that as you're on your phone too much. You know what I do, do Joshy? When I get home, I'm going to put my phone down Mm -hmm. so we can talk. Mm -hmm. Hell's your day, blah, 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 blah. Problem not solved. What Melissa was saying was. But I didn't know I was. She didn't say it. And it's not what I knew I was saying either. Yes. This is hindsight 2020, not 2020 experience. Justin, you apologize too late. When we talk, she also said, when we talk, it's not deep. Yes. Okay. So I take that as. Let me look in your eyes. This deep enough for you. What she was really saying is. I don't feel like you're vulnerable to me. You don't share your fears. You share your successes, your plans, but not your deepest, darkest. So I'm like, dang, now let me talk for a long time. Because when we were young, we felt like deep conversations happened when we talked for two or three hours in the morning. Yes. But what was happening in those conversations when we were young wasn't just a long time. It was, this is how I grew up. This is how my mom was. This is how that made me feel. Those were the actual things. So what she was longing for wasn't the time of the conversation, but more the content or the depth of information shared. Right. Like when we were young. And I'm like, well, girl, dang, we ain't young. We don't have as many things to talk about anymore. Right. So mind you, we now know that this is like, again, hindsight's twenty twenty. We can see a much more clear picture now, but at the time, you like you can't see the forest for the weeds. It's like, this is taking so much time. And you know, like a lot of good things take a lot of time, like a good painting. You know, paint your life takes no time at all. You can get a high quality painting in a little bit of time with paint your life. <laughs> Our family been able to get together, hasn't been able to get together in a long time. No, you know, quarantine. Mom, go ahead. Listen, I actually saw a picture of me, my mom, and my dad, in february of last year because they come to pretty much any show in north carolina or yeah. south carolina within a a day's drive of them and i was like man we used to always get together because i always have shows there they yeah. always came um and i got this picture in my phone and i'm gonna get it
0: painted uh-huh. because it's just me and my mom and dad
1: in a cracker barrel parking lot
0: i love it it. have some pancake coated with racism i miss cracker barrel the thing about it is that uh, we're all finding ways and trying to find ways to connect with one another in quarantine in a safe way and because that often means not gathering and getting together uh, you're looking for more creative ways to do things and paint your life is one of those ways to bring your family together and to do it in a safe manner we actually have a paint your life portrait we that you guys of, have seen. I was just a telling them in a other thing.
1: It's in my office at the new soundstage. They're all yeah. going up. Yeah.
0: So we actually have done this. They're the perfect gift, whether you're talking about an anniversary gift, a birthday gift, um, a just because gift, an I miss you gift, a grandparents gift. Like there's so many reasons to do this. And they're a great way to memorialize moments in your life together and have them in your home and not just on your phone, on the social medias. Uh, choose from a a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is perfect. All you're going to do is upload the photo that you want, and yep. you get to hand it in my phone. Handpick uh, how you want it to look, the um, uh, colors. If you want it in black and white, you oil, get to handpick oil, canvas,
1: acrylic.
0: Yes, all of those things you get to handpick those details, and the artist will capture the essence of your picture in a really beautiful way, as they've done with the photo that you guys have seen of. Me and Kevin. It's the one with our grills. And it just kind of has like a gritty, kind yeah. of a gritty Because we're to gritty it. type people. Totally we're from the street. But the picture captures the idea of grit. And that's actually what I love about it. To get this special offer, text the word our. Our? h. O-U-R to 64,000 that's our to 64,000 paint your life celebrate the moments that matter most and you can or you can go to paintyourlife.com there's no risk if you don't love the final painting your money is refunded guaranteed, guaranteed. and right now as a limited time offer you can get 20% off your painting that's right 20 whor- off. And free shipping. To get this offer, one more time, you're going to text HOUR to 64000. That's HOUR to 64000.
1: Also, apparently, you should make a painting where you can't see the forest through the trees, or for the trees, not the weeds.
0: Oh, is okay, it I is said. forest through the trees, for yeah. The
1: tre- forest
0: through the trees. Through,
1: through the trees. Or from the trees. From the trees. Yeah, I think it's from the trees. Weed tree. is a tree. Anyway, guys, I'm tired of y'all. Thank you, but hush.
0: Um... <laughs> So anyway, yeah, it, my recommendation to Brianna and Vincent would be, um, obviously, this is the other thing. They're very new. They are not even a weekend at this nah, point. They're, they're super, super new. And so it will take probably a little while for Vincent to even identify that this is how he's feeling. Um, But once he recognizes (laughs) that and they've already seemed to have opened up the doors of communication to kind of have these awkward conversations that might leave you angry at the end of it, but they're so healthy Yeah, because even the next day, it seemed like she was willing to adjust.
1: Yes. Uh, And a key about that is seeing the issue and not feel like you're changing yourself. One thing that's I—it's hard in marriage is the self-work.
0: Oh yeah, it's so funny you said that. Uh, Rebecca and I were having a conversation about uh, being in relationships cause she's dating. And so she was like, Melissa, I have a hard time. I don't want to get with someone and feel like I have to change myself for them. And it's not the person I'm going to be with. Yeah. And I was telling her that I understand that predicament. I think that you don't want to change yourself, but to not acknowledge that in our relationship, I haven't changed or I haven't adjusted myself to mold a way that fits you and your life as I'm sure you've done for me Mm -hmm. is also unrealistic. There has to be someone I, I, I'm working on the phrasing of this, but I feel like you are my life partner. So you are worthy of me changing myself, not at the core of who I am, but allowing myself to show up as a better person in the world, but also as a as the best version of a wife for you. Yes. Because I want to be married to you. Yes. And so sometimes that may mean I change things a little bit. Yes. But as long as I don't feel like it is um the spirit and integrity of who I am isn't changing. Right. Then I feel like those are accommodations that you make. Yes. I don't know if I'm all the way making sense. You are sense, making that's perfect a, if... it's a very fine line to kind of navigate and walk.
1: Absolutely. I feel like, um, I'm going to use a sports analogy. Please allow me this.
0: Okay. You haven't used one in a while. I haven't.
1: Tom Brady's a great quarterback. Fantastic. Has a certain skill set. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, also great quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Different skill sets. A coach... Would not say Tom Brady, I used to coach Lamar Jackson. He was very fast and he could run. Right. You do that.
0: Right, 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 right. Tom Brady
1: is a good at a lot of things. Running fast is not one of them. Mm-hmm. So to get the best out of this relationship, I need to play to your strengths and diminish your weaknesses. If I go to another team and I have a different person, I'm going to do – you can't say – this worked in this previous relationship. Therefore, I'm going to do it again. Right. And that's the thing about being married to you or in Rebecca's case, dating you, uh, whoever the guy is, uh, it's X, Y, Z is going to work for him. And 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 also I'm going to make adjustments for that And you, because you're going to expect some of those accommodations. Yeah, uh, I think maybe accommodations versus compromises yeah. Is, yeah. is a thing. You're not going to say uh, I'm religious. You're not. Therefore, I'm not going to go yeah, to church. Yeah, I
0: feel that like that is a cornerstone. Yeah. You know, maybe that's not something you're real. And I think that's OK. Mm-hmm. And everyone, even in dating, I think uh, the problem, I think, what she was saying is that maybe you feel like you're constantly changing yourself. Yeah. And I I don't think that's healthy either. I agree. Yeah. I don't think everyone is worthy is well, the word I that I use for her. If I was, those changes.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, interrupt you. If you're dating, if this is me, and guys, I ain't dated in 20 some odd years, what I would say is in the early phases, you are assessing whether this person is worthy of what is required to make a strong relationship. Right. If while you're talking, while you're taking a couple dates, you're assessing, you'd be like, you know what? The way this is going from the information I have now, I don't know if... I see this as valuable enough for me because in the fact of the matter is in order to make a long-term relationship work, there will be some adjustments. Absolutely. Romantic, plutonic employee. Yes. Can I work and adjust to your strengths and weaknesses? That's what I need to decide if I'm hiring you, if we're going to be friends or yes. we're going to be romantically involved and maybe try some butt stuff. Hello. Um, and, but that's what you have to do in that phase. Right. And then in the like, serious relationship phase, then you try that stuff, right? I was talking to to hear about this yesterday. we were talking about love languages on lunch, which is I'll tell you where my friends are. I was life. about to
0: say y'all the most evolved set of men. Listen,
1: we to hear was talking about how um, uh, I'm sure he and he's talked about he's talking about this publicly. Understand? He was talking about how he was understanding his love languages, gifts, and gift giving, and he thought. I'm going to give gifts to you mm-hmm. to show you that I love you. Yeah. Because that's how I feel love. Right, right. And he was like, you know what? I realize Farron needs physical touch more. Mm-hmm. And speaking my love language to her doesn't help her feel love. Right, right. I'm gonna have to learn how to love her in a way that she interprets as love. And then I've got to ask myself if I can do that. Because my that's my wife. I can do that. What I think in relationships, what people have to understand is. This partner feels love this way. Do I have the capacity and the desire to express love to them in a way that they decide that they interpret it as love? Right. If not, right. it's you know what? This relationship isn't going to work. Not because you're bad or I'm bad, but because the way you accept and interpret as love, I cannot give that to you in that way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or
1: I'm not ready to. Right. Or I don't have the capacity right. to. Which just saves both parties a lot of time. I know physical touch. If I'm dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To hear at this point in his life, take Farron out of the equation. Mm -hmm. He knows physical touch is really hard for him. He might say, if a girl's really into that, you know what? I'm going to save you some time. That's not going to work for me. That's not going to work for me. I'm not going to be able to love you in the way that you feel love, grace, and peace. But if he meets a girl and I'm not saying he's lazy about doing this but if girls loves gifts Ah, this is something I can do because now what he's saying is I've got to do in order to keep my marriage I've got to do the work right of why why is this gonna touch hard for me because he was saying a lot of it, his upbringing sure hard exterior rough stuff street of st. Louis all true. I get that that's right. fair and valid, but for his wife
0: He's willing to do that. If He was dating her. He might not feel like doing right. That. And that's the difference between, you know, the the value that's placed on those relationships in, you know, dating and marriage and for I believe Brianna and Vincent are going to make it. I think that this is something that they can work through and get over. Um, but if they're in this for the long haul, which I believe that is their intent in coming on the show, that they're trying to make it beyond the, the experiment, mm-hmm. that she will adjust. And she seemed willing more than willing to adjust and i think that's the sign of a healthy relationship is that you know there are some things that you will have to soften or maybe sharpen or take out or add to who you are as a person because you're with someone you want to want to spend the rest of your life with. now
1: watch this i hate to say this but pilot boy i can never think of that man's name eric eric and virginia yes Personality wise, this man wants to do his job, come home and chill. Right. She wants to spend Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, her words, drunk, drinking with her friends. One of these things ain't going to work.
0: I don't. If you are
1: going to say I am committed, I said what I said. These are my friends. Prior to marrying you, I spent Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday drinking with my friends. Post marrying you, I anticipate on spending Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday <laughs> right. on my friend. Right. Okay, well, I want to read, want to walk the dog, things like that. Can we either? This is what they're going to have to do. Can you drink with them on Thursday and Saturday? Yeah. Because his way. It's also not going to work. You're never going to spend no time drinking right. with your friends.
0: But You're also come and
1: do what I want to do.
0: So and this is one of those things where it's like, OK, so he can either become an alcoholic with her. And I hate saying alcohol. I don't know. If she's an alcoholic. She gives me alcoholic tendencies.
1: Kristen called her a drunkard.
0: But to just like call her an alcoholic. We don't know that. So I'm going to stop calling her an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. But for her. A heavy social drinker. Correct. Uh if he were to start heavily socially drinking with her, I feel like that is a core change. Yes. That's not something. With that said, I believe she could use a core change because what she is doing is destructive. Right. And I think that's kind of like the difference, maybe it's maybe it's a double standard, but I feel like that's something that really should be evaluated because uh, that's a that's a that's a trait that's not healthy period. Right. You know, doing that sort of heavy drinking. But those are the, like the accommodations that you would have to make and making sure that I'm not the only one changing. So going back to Chris and Paige, if she's the one constantly giving and constantly bending and constantly accommodating, well, this is an uneven, yeah. unbalanced scenario. She saw
1: that I don't ever get to go push on.
0: Exactly.
1: I'm always up in
0: the air. Exactly.
1: And I think... um in this scenario, Eric had, and I'm trying to make this understandable if you don't watch the show. He tried to drink with her and he just ended up drunk.
0: And, and he but when like, he came to, he was like, this ain't, I,
1: I can't do this with this you. This ain't girl. my life. And I think that's, I, I, man, I think we actually made a lot of good points for dating casually, dating seriously, mm-hmm. and being married and the amount of like effort. Cause uh, Jackie Ina was saying this, um, friend of the pod uh she was doing like a instagram question and answer and she, somebody asked her what does she wish she did more in her 20s she said i i wish i dated more casually mm. like i just want to have a good time hang out with some people i don't necessarily want to core change yeah you know i just want to have a good time and i think even that's okay if you say this is what i'm looking for yes. Do you
0: accept these terms, so to speak? That's a certain. Assert- a young that's a, Mexican man. That's an assertion to me. I'm, you know, I'm young. Yeah. A it's so funny. We were talking really quickly. We can I close this a, out. A chili pepper I listened to uh, the Jasmine Sullivan album in whole. Hotel? The Hotel. What you thought about it? And I was saying that I think that it's an album most people probably would expect me not to like and i'm always completely a couple things i'm always completely f- here for women having agency over their body even if the choices they make wouldn't be the choices that i would make
1: i get that and she actually said agency in the song in yeah. one of the things I have
0: i okay i'm always completely here for that yep. interpret that i love that actually the way that you will um and i also think that all she was talking about was an honest evolution of a single woman. Yes. So she's talking about at one time, uh, all I want to do is have fun. Girls just want to have fun. And I'm just out be out here doing what I want to do. But and actually, then, that
1: leaves me with bodies on bodies. Exactly. On bodies but on also chick. get it together. chick. Yes. You don't know who, yes. who you've been home.
0: Who you've been home and, with? and my mama would be ashamed. Was it wasn't just friend my mama. I'm looking at myself like, Was girl, girl what is happening? I think that those are honest emotions. I also think there's an emotion behind, I don't think it was her story with somebody else's, Mm -hmm. of I wanna get serious, I'm sick of being cheated on, I'ma get with this person, but I'm so toxic that I end up cheating on this person that I wanted to actually be with. That's an honest thing too. selfish and
1: I'm working on it.
0: There's also something really honest about having agency over your... Huda-hada. Correct. And saying, I'm going to do it whatever, however I want. Y'all keep saying it's yours. How about it's mine? And then also realizing, I don't always want to be in a scenario where the only thing I have to offer somebody is that.
1: Listen, that doggone album, luckily it's, it's various people's tales. But I feel like at different parts in your life, you could be any one of those people.
0: A- and I think at, just my, truth. I think just my truth. that if this you are single <laughs> well into maybe your 30s, uh, mid 30s, 40s, mm. you probably are all of those people yeah. at one time. And I honestly feel like that's okay. I think we assign shame and um shame is the best word for it. And you why for why?
1: Listen. I freaking love that album. Yes. All I, I it's actually like stand up to me. I feel like the great, a great songwriter is all mm. is like a great stand up. Cat Williams has a joke about getting so high that he sat on the refrigerator. Yeah. Right? But listen, I don't do no drugs. He said, "Deaf, death, I don't want to smoke. I got stuff to do tomorrow. Listen. Right? Never oh, I love that joke. That's obviously it. how I feel. Never been in that scenario. But Cat, one of his great skills is he takes me into his world and paints a clear picture Yes, so well that even though I've never done that stuff, I can understand it. Yes. Jasmine Sullivan, similar. I'm not even a woman. But these doggone pictures are created so vividly. Yeah. Like Lost Ones, which is my favorite song on that album look you know how i feel when you lost one you somehow you mess up so bad you can't make amends and you got a doggone sit and own that and that girl the tale prior to that was like i don't even know why i did that and i really lost a good one and i don't even know why, why
0: did i do that no she and said I almost had no, I'm, I'm normally the one cheated on <laughs> And then I got this good person by my side. And what I do, I I, cheat on them.
1: And listen, and sometimes this is a doggone breakup song that sounds like a funeral song. But sometimes you can't make amends. Sometimes you mess up beyond, you know, uh, beyond repair. But anyway, I said all that to say, uh, I don't know. I like that album.
0: Yeah, I, I don't remember how we got here either. But the point is that, uh, yeah, women be... Oh,
1: different parts, different times in your relationship. Correct. Where you want to be and where that person is. And that's kind of how I feel like you should date. And why, for Melissa Denise Brebretz, I oh, will wow. doggone work as hard as I possibly can because this relationship is very important to me. Right? And Melissa left me for Idris Elba or Michael B. Jordan. The next people, it's hotels. I don't care about you. I I lost one. <laughs> I'm not I would be a You know what I'm saying? Like yes. I can't imagine myself giving as much of my honestly to another person ever in my life, I will never work this hard again. So if me and Melissa don't work out. Anybody it's, else? Listen, you get it's it, the, the worst.
0: it's the work for me, child. I you, get I, it.
1: Because I love you so much, I'm willing to do some self work that a single version of Kevin might not have done.
0: Oh, it, why bother? Why bother? I told I'll jack uh, off before I do. All hello, that. I told the book club today that me and Danny a nuts, a decided nut. that this is our week of toxicity. Oh, so funny. That so we were funny. just being toxic all week. Then he said, I'm not doing no self-worth, yeah. Melissa. And don't you do it this, and don't you bring no, it to my attention. This is what happened. We went out and uh, I called her and I was like, I don't, when we go out tonight, let's, I don't want to have no deep conversations. She was like, my N-word, me either.
1: What's, it, what's, what's the N-word?
0: racial slur Uh, and so I was like she was like me either I said I'm over it I'm done I don't want to listen to nothing I don't want to do nothing like I don't want to have no deep conversation with you I don't want to have no deep conversation with Stevie we need to sit here and just like look at each other and drink a cocktail
1: listen Melissa although I love her this girl's love language is deep conversation (laughs) hey we all having a good time Josh we having taco Tuesday what if we play we're not really strangers and ask you what happened in middle school that question the way you think, what girl I want why do we 20, just listen to tonight i want and sing 20, 21
0: to be my year of toxicity but i also won't allow myself to get that deep right. for a full year because i was listening to podcasts yesterday but also i'm just like i'm going to carve out space for me not to be i want to be contradictory i want to be hypocritical. i want to <laughs> Uh, We're all though. hypocrites. I wanted like do those things and not care. I don't want to be self reflective. I don't want to. I don't want you to call me out on it. Actually, call me out on this. So like I said, I don't care. <laughs>
1: this is just my truth. This is just, this my, is truth. just my truth. That's where this I am is just today. My truth.
0: Um, okay. Anything else?
1: No. Jojo ends his podcast the same way. With he what? is your son.
0: With what? Oh, anything when else?
1: Jojo's like that's about the amount of time. Correct. To be done. Alright. Anything else? If not, we'll Let's see wrap you this next up. Week.
0: Yeah. Try to go <laughs> wiggle my toes. I'm with it. Okay. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Anything we didn't say?
1: Um, I was just thinking about the whole we were talking. I'm like, man, I am tired. Why am I so tired? I shot all day. We had, you know, Keaton Bev over. Because I love Melissa, I, last week and the week prior and a, a lot, I am like, let me be a present husband and do what my life costs. He's wife really working on it. Do.
0: You have you know, been. This is Stay your, up late and talk. Do you need public acknowledgement? No, no, you're I don't. Doing good. I'm say, here you're here. I know. But I'm like, because I've been trying to tell him at the end of every night.
1: Regular Kev would be like, after shooting like that, I'm in the bed at nine. Because although like I Angel
0: the- and Marcus came over the other night, Woo! Josh, where yeah, <laughs> as, after we filmed the Married at First Sight, That's why I knew. I was, uh, after we filmed Married at First Sight, first of all, it was late. It was probably 9:30, 10 o'clock. So, yes. You okay? I'm good now. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and we filmed the mukbang first. Then we filmed the ball and the beautiful the uh review show portion, and then we just kind of chilled. Whatever the kids were having a good time, Kev never is cold ever. Gets on the couch with a blanket. It was like this.
1: Josh, I'm talking about Marcus. over here. I'm getting the best. I'm trying to wake
0: him up. Cause he's snoring and I he always is like super embarrassed when he's snoring. So I'm trying Josh, to get him to wait. He's I don't care. I do sleep.
1: Josh, I'm talking about in the bed. He was. And I was like, and we don't get to hang with Marcus and Angel outside of work. And I'm trying to be a good friend, but because of children and life, whatever, we end up shooting late. Postmates was like, your food's ready. Psych. Another hour. Yeah, they were tripping. Now it's ready. Psych. Another yeah, it hour. Yeah, they were tripping. If you would have told us that, we would have shot in the reverse. Yeah. I digress. But there's also a certain freedom of like, because you guys are my friends, Cat
0: was not gonna go out. To bed
1: here. And I was trying to be awake. I was like, yeah, man, that is crazy. He kept tomorrow.
0: going in and out of the conversation, trying to say stuff like he was really in it, but then would snore in between.
1: Mm-hmm, Marcus, you know what I'm saying? Hammers. <laughs> And Melissa and them just talked for another hour or two. (laughs) We did. Woke up. It's our 1.30. We're going
0: to get out and out of here. Oh, we was talking good, huh? Trash. (laughs) Uh, Okay, anything else? Nah,
1: cuz. All right. Thank you guys so
0: much for joining us on today's episode (laughs) of The Love Hour. Until the next time, bye. Bye.